Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals specific centric show. I am your co-host Javon J. Love Adams. And as always with me is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He is a, he is not only a former professional baseball player. He's also a, a veteran of the NFL. He played for many teams, uh, including the, the Atlanta Falcons that unfortunately beat my Las Vegas Raiders, man. I don't appreciate that, man. I really don't appreciate it. <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? Man, I can't believe it's already December, man. The countdown to Christmas is on, and the countdown for the last few weeks of the season into the playoffs on, too. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we what what we like to do is we like to break it down in terms of different. Uh, we talk about the game, the week that passed. Uh, of course, based upon the the results of the week, there's of course going to be some some talking points uh, from that game, and so we'll then uh, talk about those, and then of course transition into the the game upcoming this week. And so this week, it's uh, want to definitely talk about the the loss that the Cardinals are coming out of uh, from the, from the new England Patriots different. There's a few different things that this is, this might be one of the more free form episodes of believe in the Arizona Cardinals for a different, for kind of a, and I'll tell you why, but um, the, the frustration I, I've, I listen to a lot of local radio when I'm driving around. And so it seems like the, the, the talking head, so to speak, seem to be really frustrated locally. I think that it's, and, and I, and I want to get your thoughts on that. Um, I want to talk about did the expectations get too out of, get out of hand too fast? Whereas, uh, we know that there are those movies where they say, wow, that escalated quickly. Um, Cardinals, they're one in three in their last four games. Uh, they're currently seventh in the playoff hunt. And so you know, one of the questions is, you know, kind of what's wrong with the offense? Um, special teams, they really let the team down against the Saints. It was it was glaring. And then, of course, the, the Arizona Cardinals will be uh, will be taking on the Rams this week. And we know that they have not fared well in the McVay era um, under since uh, since McVay took uh, took the head coaching job with Los Angeles. But. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. 
I was looking at that Cardinals, the, the, the over-under in terms of points. They have it at 49, and I don't know, given the way that Goff has been really inconsistent and with the offense for the Arizona Cardinals being inconsistent as well, I don't know. I, I might take the under on that one. But um, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because, of course, it never closes. So, Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, Mr. Ed, Mr. Ed, you look at the results of this game. I want to scroll down. The, the Cardinals lose by a field goal. Um it's kind of where do you start? One of the things we've, we've been very critical of the, the Cardinals defense the last couple of weeks, they've acquainted themselves quite well, much better. Um, they're still the, in terms of locally, the, the criticism that's been um, directed at the end of halves for both the offense and defense, the way that they end up closing out the end of half. So that would mean not only end of the first half, but of course the end of games. And that can be, uh, that's kind of where you can win or lose a game oftentimes because of the way in which you execute or the, the way the plays that you call them and how you try to put people in a position uh, to be able to succeed. Uh, I just want to let you go. Where, where do you think uh, when you watch this game, what were some of the things that stuck out to you? Well, you know, you bring up great points right from the beginning, Jay. You know, the expectations out here with the Cardinals, I think, are a little out of whack. You know, if you, you and I at the beginning of the season, we had them pegged somewhere in the seven-win total, but they jump off to that great start. Now everybody's thinking they're a playoff team, they're this, they're that. Some people even think, oh, we could make a run. And, you you know, you got to give them a little bit of, I guess, yarn you know right. this this season we remember we forget there was no off season i know we're now deep into the season so everybody thinks they should be rounding in the top form but there's a lot to be said for a season like this with all the things going on with covid etc cetera, etc cetera, to to still not be all the way there in terms of everybody hitting on all cylinders for me this is a game of disappointments in performance on the field and coaching wise, you know, I would tell you, you talked about the first, end of the first half with Kingsbury, some of the decisions he made could have cost the team the game with that one decision alone, not to kick the field goal at the end of the first half. But I don't fault him for taking the, the, the chance, the gamble. What I fault him for okay. is that bad, bad play. All the weapons you have, including Kyler Murray, why not get him on the edges, do something creative when you just try to run the ball right up the middle against you know, the New England Patriots, I mean, that just was a momentum swinger, everything. And then you look at the play from our, I guess, our, our, our star core, you know, minus Larry Fitzgerald, obviously he was out with the COVID and everything like that. But you always know what Belichick's going to do. He's going to try to take your number one weapon away. So you look at DeAndre Hopkins' game. It was a very mediocre game, if you ask me. They also did a great job of taking Kyler Murray's uh, kind of game away from him. If you notice, man, they did a great job. Their defensive front did a great job of maintaining their lane discipline, getting the defensive yes. ends up the field, yes. and also getting the middle uh, of that defensive line. How many times did you see them dudes, even if they stopped, were jumping up in the air to yeah. create, you know, to take away his minimal passing lanes at that? But they saw uh, a way to attack us, and that's what they did. You look at Kyler Murray's game, he didn't run. 
Was it he did? Was it he didn't run because he couldn't run, or he didn't run because they made it where he was just you know had nowhere to go? That the answer is yes to both. Of yes, those. To both. <laughs> right, right. So once again, we got out coached by Belichick. We got outplayed on the field, and we made you know we made too many silly mistakes. You know, penalties again once once again cost us. Then, with that being said, Jay, even with that being said, we still had a chance to win that game right. on the road. But we're not quite there yet. The finishers, we're not quite there, right? Right. And you know, everybody's gonna jump on these young cats and the coach. And I'm like, look, what do you expect? You know, we are what we are at this point in time. You know, anybody who thinks that this team is, you know, well, we're gonna go 12 and four or 13 and three, and we got what? Well, now nah, we're not. And if you look at it, now compare our our squad, coaching and players, to the elite teams in the league. Let's see. It. Uh, 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 Kansas City. We right. don't even measure up. Right. Not just on the field, but off the field as well. Everybody out here, slowly roll. Let's take some time. Let's get there. Let's let's do that thing we always talk about, Jay. Crawl, walk, mm-hmm. run, sprint. You know. Right. So let's let's give them some time, bro. Now, along those lines, I mean, it's it's one of those things where with a when you have a quarterback that's on his rookie deal, especially if you feel that you have that good starting quarterback, you feel the the pressure to be able to to maybe accelerate things a little bit. And so therefore, the expectation is make sure you're getting this done before we have to re-sign him, before we get to that year three or year four, when when it becomes then you start to then you start to play a little bit tighter or maybe you start to um, general manage a little tighter because you're trying to really continue to strike while the iron is hot. Could there be anything to that as well? Um, I'm not sure if they're necessarily looking that far ahead. You know, we we the the, the big thing, yeah, we got a young rookie quarterback on his you know or, or young quarterback on his rookie deal still. They'll they'll take care of all the getting contracts and things like that taken care of. I think more than anything. It's still trying to establish the identity as a whole here with right. this team. You know, are we a running team? Are we an air raid team? Uh, are we a smash mouth team? You see little snippets all the time, but they just haven't figured it out on the field yet. And once again, once again, I go back to the fact that, you know, minus playing the season, it didn't have a whole lot of off season time. They're still trying to figure some things out. I give Kingsbury a lot of credit for the fact that he does have these guys prepared each week. You know, maybe not performing to, to peak performance, but you can tell. I mean, you and I, a couple of years ago, when we had Wilkes and the bunch out here. It was just like, wow, it's disgraceful. This is bad. You know, right. we're, we're in the, we're heading in the right direction. It's just going to take a little longer than some of the folks out here would want it to, because like I said, they got that, that good taste in their mouth. And all of a sudden, they're like, you know, you gave them a sample, bro. That's how they do you at Costco. You go in yes, and get you a quick sample, right? And all of a sudden, you they catch you when you're in there hungry shopping. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> that's the best uh, cracker and, and uh, you know, cheese you ever tasted in your doggone life, right? You come to find out, you get home, give it to me, Jay. What is it? It's just a plain old cracker. Plain old cracker, you know? So. <laughs> well, here's something that, that's also interesting that I wanted to kind of talk to you about. You mentioned this in terms of the coaching that we're on the we're, we're growing, we're on the right path. But here's something that I think that people, they mention it, but I, I don't think that they really give it as much um, um, in as much go in depth with it as much as they should. So you think about Kyler Murray, this is actually his what third year of actually being a starting quarterback. Cause in terms of, I know he started in high school, but then of course he went a little bit of time where he didn't start that year before he took over the helm in Oklahoma. He wasn't starting. 
So then you have that year, the year before he got drafted. So leading up to the draft and then two years, this is the second year in terms of being a, a starter in the National Football League. And so there's there's some adjustment that comes with that. I mean, there's some of the things that with uh, maybe understanding how to be a leader, learning how to to not accept losing, but understand how to to take to channel that loss into and, and use it in different ways and some of those things. And then also. I mean, you you might be able to speak to this a little bit as well, just in terms of from the from maybe the Kyler Murray side of things. When you were playing in what uh, NFL Europe, um, when going from and you've talked about it before, going from NFL Europe to playing in the National Football League, it's football, but it's different football, right? So you got to learn how to do some things and how to carry yourself. And so maybe that's the same thing from a coaching perspective that that uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going through as well. Some of that learning and trying to really figure out because it's not college anymore. You're not in Kansas anymore, Toto, so to speak. Absolutely. And we always talk about this, Jay, you and I, it's, it's not even so much. There's a couple things that I'm really waiting to see from Kingsbury. It's that coming in with a more concise game plan. Okay. And, you know, and like we talked about it sometime, you know, everything, you, you don't come in with the big script. You come in sometime with your first 15, you know, those type of things. And maybe he does have that in place. It just seems to me that when they come out, it's like almost like throwing stuff up against the wall to see what sticks instead of coming out and saying, this is exactly what we're going to do regardless of, you know, only things that can change in this situation. Obviously, you know, if you get a fourth and inches or something like that, you're not going to run the, a play that you, you know, down the field or anything like that. But I'm still waiting for to see that portion of everything, kind of like sparring in a boxing match. You come out, you, you know, throw a couple of jabs, jabs. You want to see the defense and different things like that. I'm still waiting to see that. The other thing from Kingsbury, I'm still waiting to see that. We either on the sideline, make an adjustment after adjustment as the game goes on, or you get in at halftime, you get all the adjustments there, and you come out with the new plan. It almost seems like we go in without a plan, hmm. and then as the game goes on, we stick with that plan because we don't make the adjustments. For instance, with Kyler Murray, you could tell, like I said, they were trying to bottle him up, right? Yes, yes. So instead of the read option and dropping him straight back, why not more sprint out? get him outside of the pocket, use his legs a little more, force Belichick in them to either either put a little more pressure on him uh, or, you know, whatever. You want to see some different things. We kept Kurt, uh, Murray in the pocket almost by design the whole game, and that was right up Bill's design. He almost forced it. It was like, you know, we, they, we were playing check, uh, ch- uh, ch- checkers. Bill was over there with the chessboard, you know? Right. And I'm still waiting to see those, like, adjustments and different things that we just don't see. Uh, you know, if something doesn't work, you just don't keep doing it uh, and figure it out. By the time you're done figuring it out, the game's over and you lost the game by a field goal, you know? Indeed. Rather than make those some of those adjustments, exploit some of the things that you're seeing out there on the field, and then boom, all of a sudden, hey, man, we got some things that are really working because, we, you know, we've changed it up a little bit. One of the things that I continue to hear, and this is, we, and we did this, so I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody for doing this. When you look at, when you look at the schedule, you look at the schedule in the beginning of the year when it comes out, and you just, you just do a little bit of prognostication and win, win, loss, win, win, loss, that type of thing. Now you have to keep in mind that other teams are doing that to for for Kyler Murray. I mean, doing that where the Arizona Cardinals are concerned as well, because they're looking and saying, oh, they they might be a little bit improved, but they're not going to be as good as you would think. So the same way that we say to them um, that, that 
people look and say, well, that should be an easy team. That should be an easy team. You never know when the team is going to hit their stride, when they're going to have a little bit of uh, well-earned luck that comes into place. And I think that listening again to, to people calling in the shows and listening to some of the folks on the radio, they're saying, well, these should be easy wins in terms of some of these, easy, these, some of the, the schedule coming up for the Cardinals, not the Rams per se, but, but um, how do you, what do you think about that? I, I think people lose sight of that oftentimes that it's a sliding scale for everybody because people thought that the 49ers were going to be a machine and then they have injuries. And now you're saying, well, that now, now you change your level of expectation as a result of that as well. Well, here's the thing, Jay. You and I always talk about this. There's no such thing as an easy win yeah. in the NFL, unless you're playing the Jets. Huh. You know, they, even, they even we were nervous on that one going there. We just didn't yeah. want to mess it up. Just don't mess yeah. it up. <laughs> but you know, for for 99.9 percent of the league, there is no such thing as an easy win. Um, it's all about you know. I know a lot of people like to look at the schedule, and we do it. Like you said, we look ahead and you try to figure out. You know, we have to do our barometer, kind of. Well, you know, if they win this one, they this one will probably be a loss. And you go down the line and you come up with your, I guess, formulation of how the season's going to go. The thing is, once you start it, all bets are off. Right. It, it, you know, it's a week to week thing. Then and. You know, every week we're like, how did they lose that game? Meaning, you know, throwing your team against that team, you know, not just the Cardinals, anybody. Yeah. And, you know, for for the Cardinals now, bro, the main thing is they got to figure out how to get the wheels pumped back up on this thing. Otherwise, you know, it's like being on a flat, you know, and you can, you can hear the air coming out of it yeah. and you can feel the bumpity bump as you go down the road. Yeah. And at some point you need to either find that gas station, bro. You need to get out that car because <laughs> it ain't like that thing going to fill itself back up right now. They got to figure out a way to get some of that juice back because this is a critical critical time of the year three of your last five against you know ram two with those are two with the rams two and one with the 49ers yes, sir. i mean you know and then you're gonna have a desperate uh eagles team who might even with three wins will be fighting and struggling to you know at least three wins now and then yeah. you got a giants team you know depending on where uh daniel uh is with his hamstring and stuff like that but this is crucial if you want to salvage this season this is the week uh, to start because you start, you know, like you mentioned, what lost three out of the last four. Yes, sir. This is, like I said, this, this is, there's no time for panic, but it's definitely time for dudes to, it's like code red. We went from uh, orange to red, bro. It's now time to start, uh, you know, realizing if we don't finish this off, you're talking about a disappointment. You think they talk about as bad as six and five. Think about how bad it'd be when we get, to the end of the season, we don't make the playoffs. Right. They'll be they'll crucifying them all off season. Yeah, interesting. So let's uh, one of the, before we start to get into the Rams, one one highlight because we've been off for a couple of weeks. So one highlight though is Isaiah Simmons, man. He was bringing it a little bit, man. He's bringing it a little bit of confidence. Goes a long way. Goes a long way. What have you been impressed with him? I'll ask you that. I have, and I've actually the thing that I, I spoke to somebody earlier this week. The thing that I think is happening for Isaiah, the game is starting to slow down for him, which okay. means he can now speed up. He's not thinking as much. Yeah. He's more out there just being that athlete that you know, God given, you know, ability. He's starting to use that more instead of everything being up in that nug, you know, that noggin. Yeah. And that's you can tell, man, when you see a dude start to fly around a little more, that's because he's not worried about where he's supposed to be. He knows 
where he's supposed to be. And you can see, man, he is going to be someday. He's going to be that dude because he's definitely showing sparks of it right now, little shots of it every now and then. And the, the pitch count is up, which is good. Yes, which sir. means that the coaching staff has a little more confidence in him. And uh, like I said, let's go, let's go, boy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So the uh, so this week the the Cardinals will be uh, will be hosting the uh, the Los Angeles Rams as they come into town this week. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Your thoughts on the Rams and of course the matchup. Man, it the defense again. This is one of the possibly we know that this this quarterback is up and down for sure. And I'm talking about Jared Goff. I I heard uh, a statistic uh, just yesterday that he is second behind. Uh, behind Carson Wentz, I want to say for the the in terms of a quarterback for the most number of turnovers. So with fumbles lost and with interceptions, and so when you think about that, and with the team that has a really good defense, um, that that can be I'm sure that can be frustrating to your team if you can't count on your quarterback to protect the ball and do the smart things that are necessary. Um, you know the 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 Rams are coming off of a loss because they played the 49ers last week. You're, we know that that Aaron Donald, <laughs> that man on the other side, that's a bad man over there. Uh, <laughs> but, they, but they also have a decent uh, secondary. This is one of those teams again. When you look on paper, when you talk about with, on paper last in the off season, what are the Los Angeles Rams doing? They're crazy. What are they doing? And I guess they knew a little bit of something because they're at least they're 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 still competitive. They're still above 500, of course at this point in the season. Your thoughts on the Rams uh, when you look at them? I'll, I'll specifically, I'll talk about uh, golf first. Uh, for all my, for all of our uh, uh, Seinfeld friends out there, two-faced, man. <laughs> golf is a two-faced in the light, bro. Looks like the prettiest girl in the world. You turn them lights off sometime, man. You can, he, he, he's just, man, I, I don't know what to think of him sometime. And that's what scares me about this game coming up. We don't, you don't know what's golf you're going to get. He looked totally inept out there against the 49ers this past week. I know 49ers got some players back, you know, especially on the defensive side, Richard Sermon, a couple of others, but he's out there laying the ball down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked clueless in some of his reads, uh, almost like, and you know, he was, there was a set, there was, uh, some, some theory about him last year, especially, I think it was where McVay was always in his ear. They would try to get him to the line early so he could almost coach him before the yeah. mics were cut off. Yes, sir. And it's almost like he, something is wrong right now where maybe the clock's getting too far down and he's not getting that too loose and you let him out there on his own and he's just showing how bad he can actually be sometime. Uh, as far as the team itself, I mean, like you talk about, talk about with, uh, Donald and them, you know, that, that defense and the things that they do, you know, you hold the San Francisco team to 23 points, albeit with their backup quarterback, but that's a game you're supposed to win when right. you've got all your pieces on your side. So I know they're going to come in here angry, man, with especially a divisional game and you got the Cardinals right there nipping on their heels. And it's going to, this is going to be one of those, in my opinion, uh, like what was it was a rock'em sock'em robots, man. Yes, sir. It's gonna be it's gonna be gloves off, uh, middle of the ring, 
and let's get to it because right now, like I said, we're both teams are in desperation mode. If you think about it, Seattle's kind of, you know, got their legs back. You're chasing them. You can't afford to drop another game. And then, you know, with the rest of this conference, you know, some of these other teams, like even the Vikings, some of these teams are waking up, mess around, man. Whoever loses this game could be on the outside looking in. Yeah, it is getting pretty, uh, pretty tight because I want, I think I saw that the 49ers are one game behind the Cardinals for that number seven spot. And so it's funny what just what, what the difference of any given Sunday, what the difference that a game makes. Yeah. So when you look at this, so again, I mentioned with betonline.ag, they had the, the over under at 49 points. I don't know if I see it going about 49 because I think that I see a little bit more of a, a, more of a defensive thing. I mean, it could explode one way or the other, but I think that if, there might be a lot of uh, defense going on, especially if, if maybe they shut off uh, Goss, the, the microphone in his, uh, the, the <laughs> his helmet a little prematurely or something like that. I, you know, uh, I don't know how this game is going to go, Jay, because like I said, we're going to have to wait and see which golf shows up. And if he comes here and they, it, it, it turns into a track meet on both sides, yeah. we could be, way over that under if he comes in looking like this past week and we can put any type of points on the board i mean look at what san fran did i mean 23 20 bro uh but at the same token this could be one of those 38 35 games i just don't know a lot of that will also depend on whether we can get it out of our funk as well uh you know we haven't been as looked as explosive and i know you know and i also you gotta give i had credit where credit is due you know they did go over to play uh bill belichick in mm-hmm. New England. It wasn't like they went over and played Cincinnati or something like that. You know, Bill has a way to of kind of confusing these young quarterbacks. I don't necessarily think um, – I don't think um, Kyler was confused. I do think they just found out a way to kind of shut him down. The other thing to keep an eye on is people like to try to duplicate things as well. He's if, been he's been getting rushed blitzed a lot more mm-hmm. because of some of the things that we've seen come almost like the reverse of what that yeah. Russell Wilson package that we were able to show people a few games back. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, now there's the I'm not you have to have the the pieces to pull it off, but what if you can put pressure up front but also do the contain with those defensive ends? Right. Now you can keep him bottled up because there were a couple times where he tried to escape and get outside, but the discipline of New England was, I was just like, wow. Them dudes knew exactly where to get to, to the edge, to make him either turn it back in. And there was a couple times when he tried to get to the outside, he's like, I can't get there. He's like, what do you do? Get down on that booty real quick, right? So, and as for that, for the defense, that's a win. Even if it's, you know, a yard gained or a yard lost, that's a win when you're talking about corralling him like that. And like I said, I'm not going to say that all of a sudden everybody has the formula, but I guarantee you, more teams are going to try to pull that particular kind of brand of defense against us off. And, you know, a running game, if we don't get that started, Jay, and you start putting it all on that passing game, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be, like I say, it could be a rough uh, finish to the season. So real quick, before I get your, your thoughts on uh, on who do you think is going to win, if you if you feel like giving us a, a, a score, I mean, giving us a winner and a loser. I want, I did notice this during the game against the New England Patriots that uh, maybe at least three times I saw a little bit of a chuck and duck by Kyler. Oh, Martin. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that as well. Uh, yes. Is that, that, that was a little concerning to me. You know, here's the thing. If when it works, everybody's like, look at how well, you know, well he and he did throw a couple of balls. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
I didn't even know he knew where he was throwing it, but he got it in the area and they were pretty, pretty, pretty. Now you take a couple of those and all of a sudden you start chucking and ducking and they turn in interceptions. That'll become a problem that we'll have to fix. And, you know, part of it, man, is like I said, he's small stature. Uh, You know, you got these big dudes coming at you and he really can't see down the field. And like I said, they're, they're more and more, they're starting to put pressure up the middle on him and, and throw some different things at him. And that's going to be something that we definitely have to keep our eye on. Uh, you know, like I said, they might start moving that pocket around a little more for him because I noticed that too. There was, there was a couple of times I was like, did he even know he was throwing that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then lastly, what I'll say on this is that he, I still think even if, I know that, and you played uh, in a time, or, or we remember a time with uh, with with Buffalo Bills and the K gun, and so they were primarily under, you know, playing it from the shotgun with with uh, with uh, with Jim Ke- with yeah Jim Kelly. Wait, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah Jim, Jim Kelly. Yeah, Jim, Jim Kelly. But uh, but one of the things I would love to see is Kyler under center a little bit more. It just gives oh. more options. But I know that the, I know that they can't. They did it a couple times during the game, and I th- it just gives you it opens up options where if you're going to do play action, if you're going to do some of those different things that can help you because you can still do some of the run play the RPOs out of that. It's just a matter of you know I, I don't know, but it's just these are things that just kind of came to mind for me. Yeah, no, I think we've talked about that a few weeks ago. I think one of the one of the hugest disadvantages we are in shotgun so much and that read option, even just for our running game. I would love to see more Kyler under center, uh, Drake and a lead back, you know, maybe seven yards deep and you pick a hole or you try to do the stretch or something like that. Look how many times Russell Wilson will do a, a stretch and then all of a sudden it's play action yes, and you got – you got everybody, you got linebackers biting, uh, then he goes over the top. We don't have that option a lot because we're not, you know, forcing teams to respect our running game and our play, play action. And, and I, part of it, Jay, is, and this is just my theory, and I could be 100% wrong, but, you know, with Kyler's stature, let's go, he keeps, you know, it's, it's hard for him to be under center, drop back with play action because you got to remember with play action, what are you doing? You're turning your back to the, the, the defense, right? Because you're trying to sell the run. Right. Now, when you turn back, you have to be able to pick up. Now, you might have a pre-read, but now when you're turning back, you're picking up coverages on the fly, and sometimes they'll be disguising and different things. Guys rolling in, coming up, you know, different, you know, you know, maybe blitzes off the edges. So now you're picking this all up, and if it's real murky in front of you, meaning you already can't see down the field, gotcha. and now you're trying to pick it all up. I mean, you're you're basically fighting against yourself, so that's always going to be an issue, I think, for Kyler. And but the thing is, unless you force him to learn how to do it, and we just go 95 percent shotgun, you never get him under center. I would actually half my plays, even if it's just in practice, I would be forcing him under center just so we can take that and make it more of a weapon at some point. But it doesn't look like you're ever going to get to that. Uh, decision is always going to be what it is indeed so do you have a do you have a, a choice or, or a pick in terms of this oh, one? I, I think i think it might be end up being six and six man it might be i think another close one but it might uh it the once they do it once they do it a couple of times in terms of coming through in the late game situations at the end of halves to really be able to take momentum to really be able to build on confidence build on things um until i see it i can't really say that they're going to do it so i think that 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 streak with uh with the not being able to beat the rams under mcveigh i think it'll continue so i think the cardinals will fall by three points 
Man, I hate picking against the Cardinals because people are going to think of me like, why you guys, you know, you're supposed to be believing Arizona Cardinals. I do believe. I believe that sometimes we picked they them play a few well. times. We yeah. have picked them a yeah. few times for sure. I, you know, Rams coming off such a poor performance, you would think, well, how can you pick them? I actually am probably picking them because they're coming off such a bad game. And I don't know if they could be any worse than they were. And I just, I worry a little bit about, you know, their defense in front. That all, yeah, our offensive line, so many penalties, so, yeah. so many penalties. Like you mentioned, it's the McVay thing, you know. Could it be that he's in Kingsbury's head? I don't know. It's just one of those things. Oh, man. This is just so early. You know, this is the thing. I could change this by the end of the week. Oh, for sure, for sure. But for me, it's it all comes down to which golf we get. And yeah, I hate to put it yeah. on their shoulders because yeah. you'd like to think, well, our, our team is going. But, I, you know, if golf comes out here and he's good golf – then we could be in, for, for, in trouble. And this could be one of those, once again, field goal games. I am going to go, bro. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, uh, Rams by one, like 23, 24, something like that. The interesting thing is, even though the Rams are coming here to, to play, they are, they're favored by three. So it's minus. Yeah. Three. So yeah. I didn't even see the, I didn't even see the, uh, uh, spreads. I'm just going off the top of my head, but yeah. that's just the feeling I get. I hope we're wrong. Yeah. So do I. You know. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> so on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon Adams. We do this every week. And so we hope that you tell a friend to tell a friend about believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, uh, we'll see y'all next time. And like we always say around this time, are you kidding? Till next week, be easy out there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.